word. Eh. Hmm. Brenda, would you come into my office, please? Yes, ma'am, right away. Oh my god. Yes, ma'am. First of all, that door is really creaky. Please get someone to look at that. Thank you. Um, yes, ma'am. And the other thing, is there anything coming up on my schedule for today? No, ma'am. Your schedule is clear for today. We usually reserve this time for you and Miss Amy to record the podcast. Am I to assume that you will not be recording an episode no, today? No, we're not recording today. We don't have an episode coming out this week since she's moving, and, you know, that takes a lot of time, and... I mean, that's understandable, and I'm super excited to have her living where I'm living. I mean, it's like a friendship dream come true, you know? But, you know, it's just, it feels weird to not be recording or doing something. I, I don't know what to do with myself. I see. Well, if you'd like, I could have someone from my tea come up and service you. Would you like me to see if anyone is available right now? Mm, no, that's all right. I'm not sure I'm in the mood for that. I want to do something kind of productive, but I don't want to have to talk to anyone, you know what I mean? Well, ma'am, if I recall correctly, you've been wanting to clean out the whole yeah, vault for some time now. Shall I prepare your cleaning gloves and monocle? Vault? Um, hmm, that sounds really boring, but yeah, I guess now's as good a time as any. I've been meaning to clean it out, and I, yeah, yeah. What the hell? All right. It'll give me something to do. And you know what? I'll feel better after I do it. I think the trick is to not focus so much on what you are dreading, but focusing more on how you'll feel after the task. And I think that that would be... Oh, shit. I'm talking. I'm talking. Talking. I'm talking now. Shush. Anyway, I know I'll feel really good after it's done. So yeah, that's a great idea. You know what? I'll go ahead and take the gloves, leave the monocle, because I have that eye infection, and go ahead and throw 15 yoo-hoos and 8 bags of Funyuns into a backpack, because I'm going to get hungry. Very good, ma'am, mate, Shay. Whoa, what, what happened there? I meant to say very good, ma'am, but it came out weird. I know, I was just teasing you. Okay, uh, I'm off, uh, but get me that bag of Funyuns and yoo Thank you. And hey, good work, Brenda. Yes, ma'am. By the way, would it be okay if I left a little early this afternoon? I need to go buy some pickles for my son. Uh, ah, uh, no, I don't think so. With Amy being out today, I, I really need you here, Brenda. No problem, ma'am. I understand. Great. Thanks, Brenda. You're the best. Okay. Thanks for the ride, Brenda. Okay. Uh, what is the password again to get inside of here? Uh, let's see. P O O P sixty nine sixty nine. Access denied. Crap. Damn it. I can never remember. Oh, now I remember. The P needs to be capitalized. <laughs> Access granted.
Okay, I'm in. Finally, God. Woo, it is messy in here. Thank goodness I brought these bunions because I'm already starving. Okay. <sighs> Where to start? I don't even know. I see mountains and mountains of boxes and pipes and dust and laser beams and forgotten ideas and shoes, socks, dirty panties, clean panties, a cardboard cutout of Alan Alda. I don't even know what to do with that. Let's see. Oh God, I don't even know where to begin. You know what? Maybe I'll just uh, have a seat real quick and have a couple of hoos a couple, uh, a couple bags of Funyuns, and once I get some nutrition in me, I'll figure out what I want to do next. Okay, I'm gonna sit down right here. Whoa. Wait a second. What is that? Hello? Is anyone here? Well, maybe if I follow it, I can figure out what that is. Is anyone in here? Hello? Your breath smells terrible. It sounds like it's coming from over here. Maybe under these boxes? What is that? Wait, that haircut is not doing anything for you. There's a box here. You don't have the vision. It's covered in dust. familiar. Oh my God. We just take the top off of this box. Look inside. Oh wow. I forgot about this. Cool. An old recording I completely forgot about. I remember this. It's an interview with one of our listeners. Back when we came up with that great idea where we were going to interview Patreon listeners and uh, did like two interviews and then got busy and completely dropped the ball and forgot all about it. Wow, cool. Well, let's see if I just had a record player so I could play this old thing. <laughs> but where? There's got to be one in here somewhere. Ma'am, I see one over oh here. Oh my God, Brenda. You scared the crap out of me. Where did you come from? What are you doing here? How did you get through the security system? Apologies, ma'am. You left your umbrella in the car and I wanted to return it to you. Oh, okay, well, thank you, but I mean, you could have just brought it back to the office, but fine. Well, while you're here, help me uncover this old-timey record player. You know, the kind that has the big horn coming out of it, whatever you call those. Um, and uh, I don't know, you might as well stick around and listen to this long-lost episode with me. <laughs> um, I am going to ask that you clock out for this, okay? Of course, ma'am. Okay, let's get comfy. Pass me some of those Funyuns. Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 
installment of our listener mini-sodes. Welcome. First? The very first. And we have with us Space Queen. Now, we're Space calling Queen. uh-huh, we're calling them Space Queen because we uh we're going to talk about their podcast for a quick second, which is Babes About Bud, and they go by pseudonyms Space Queen and Green Goddess. So we've got Space Queen here. Hi, Space Queen. Hey, y'all. How are you? Doing good. Great. How are you? I can't complain. I can't yeah. complain. I'm All hanging right. out with two awesome chicks. <laughs> I mean. Same. Um, yeah. Delightfully stoned, a little buzzed on some Texas beer, ready, nice. ready to roll. Yeah, I cannot cannot complain. Awesome. How did how did you come up with Space Queen? I mean, Greed and Goddess, obviously the salad dressing, but where did Space Queen come from? (laughs) So obviously, so um, so these are actually both um, strain names. Oh, Ah, like a gorilla glue. Like Gorilla Glue or um, let's see, we did 90 Pound Hammer, I think was one of them that we ended up doing. We've done it. We've done a ton. We're, we're working on our 10th episode now. So we've done a Yay. few more strains. But yeah. yeah. So, but those are just my, that was just my favorite strain name that I found. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm Space Queen. That's a really Ooh, fun nice. one. And you know, it's funny. You mentioned Nine Pound Hammer and it makes me think of my dad because my dad, (laughs) (laughs) my dad got a um, medical marijuana license and he, you know, he has horrible back pain. Like he's just, you know, he's busted Mm -hmm. his ass off for the last 40, 50 years in construction. So his back is just ruined. So he got a medical marijuana card. And when he went there, you know, he, he smoked weed when he was, you know, in the seventies, you know, a little bit in the eighties. Then he had kids and was working way too much to actually smoke weed. So, you know, I mean, and as you know, obviously like the strains have just gotten absolutely insane since then. Like the, the strength Mm -hmm. of them is wild. So I was talking to him and he said, yeah. So I went and I told them, you know, like I, I just need something that helps me sleep at night because my pain, you know, it keeps me up. And then I need something during the day that, you know, I can like actually do my job and not be like really stoned. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, so here's this one for the day. And then this one's for a night and it's called nine pound hammer. And this was oh, before right. Florida allowed like the flower. So it was, um, I think it was a vape. Ooh. So he said that he, he like, he hit it. But he did it the wrong way. He hit the nine pound hammer in the morning because <laughs> he's oh, he's a no. he's a goof. So he did it. He, he accidentally did the, the nine pound hammer in the morning, and he was like, "I was so." I called him at like five p.m. that day, and I was like, "So how did it go?" He's like, "I'm still high." He's like, "I'm still oh, high." No. Bless like, his heart. He said that he, he just like stood and stared at a pile of sawdust. He's like, "I don't even know how long I was staring at it." It was it, just. <laughs> unimaginable amount of time he's like i just stood there and i was like i don't know what i'm supposed to do what am i doing i can't imagine i i smoked with my well i smoked alone but my husband was nearby the other night and a commercial came on for speakers and he was like commercials for speakers are so weird because i'm hearing the speaker in the commercial through my shitty speakers so like how does that really work and it blew my high mind I was just like you are so right and I just talked about it for like 15 minutes I can't imagine if I had to go work 
like he has to like use tools at work. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And like yeah. interact with other people and be the boss. And he was just like blasted off his ass for like eight hours. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. It. Oh, What's that strain called it. though? Nine pound hammer? Nine pound Nine hammer. Pound hammer. I, I was looking up like weird other strain names and I came across like one called Cat Piss, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Wet Dream, mm. Chernobyl, oh. Purple Chernobyl? Monkey Balls. Purple Monkey Balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank God neither of you, one of you could have been Chernobyl. Yeah, just, just that. Maybe, maybe we'll feature that one. Maybe that one will feature with, you know, a link to, to donate to somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll be my name. Donate. That'll be my name. If we're ever guests on your podcast, Amy, you'll be Cat Piss. And or, I'll or be the Chernobyl. purple monkey balls. Purple yeah, monkey or balls? wet dream. No, a I'm going to be dream. MILF. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be wet dream. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, the world, the world is your oyster as far as that goes. So, you know. <laughs> Now, oh, there's really? one called Scroopy Noopers. Scroopy Noopers. <laughs> God damn. Oh. Anyway, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, you chose good name. Yeah, you did. Cho- you chose good name. You sure did. <laughs> so I chose good name. Mm-hmm. Good name. You chose good name. Before we get into, you know, what you want, because you want to talk about the women of Rainy Street, right, and some I of the do. writing mm-hmm. of the, about the about women on King of the Hill. Real quick, I just want you to tell us really quick about your podcast. Give us a quick breakdown. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. All right. Well, yes, I am one half of Babes About Bud. Uh, so what we do, we are your weed information station, of course. We will highlight all around the country. In fact, we're taking a break this week from our quote state by state to do District of Columbia, of course. Mm. Um Ooh. We we highlight different strains, you know, for different people like Amy's dad, you know, who has just been working his whole life. That that that's those are the people that we're we're sharing this information for. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get this out there so that people understand, you know, it's not the it's not the reefer madness that people <laughs> thought it was back in the day. Uh-huh. We yeah. also um, dedicate a good portion of each episode to talk about either, you know, a female or non-binary or just somebody who's really making a difference in the industry. We um, were, had recently called that women in weed, didn't find that to be inclusive enough. So now we call that babes in bud. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, we come out every Tuesday and uh, we just kind of take you around the country, fart around a little bit, you know. <laughs> I love it. Wow, that's so creative. And like, mm-hmm. God, that's so creative. Um, yeah, because I think recently we, you know, did a little shout out and I read your I read the mm-hmm. whole description of your podcast. And I was like, God damn, that's good. Ours is so lame. <laughs> Ours yeah, is so funny, short. I was dying because I had actually rewritten that, I guess, the night before you had read it. And it was like two sentences beforehand. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Amy's reading the new description. Yes. <laughs> Perfect timing. The Perfect timing. It would have been like, "You like weed? It's good. It's It's king of the hill. Yeah, is of the hill most king." Well, yeah. thank you. And thank you for, you know, for, for helping me out in the beginning. You were like so instrumental in setting us up and, you know, giving us yeah. a great direction. So thank you guys for helping us out in a huge way. I don't know that this would be a thing without y'all. So no problem. And by that's the way, all, it was um, my help, not Jackie. 
I do not don't know what we are. I still don't know how anything works. I show up and Amy's like, so we're just going to click the link and then you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And I'm like, right. That's not even a joke. Wait, one more time. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah, no, of course. I've, you know, I'm always into helping people out with, you know, getting anything started that I might have some knowledge on. So I'm glad I was able to help. And it sounds like you guys well, are doing Well, so am awesome I. <laughs> that, that was a collaborative effort. You know, yes. I'm not going to say who was messaging who or, you know, whatever. That was that was collaborative information, like a thousand percent. Yeah, so. Space Queen, if I had read the message and if I had any knowledge, obviously I would have helped Amy. <laughs> Well, you're sitting there tattling on yourself. I wasn't even going to go that in, you know, that into it. But uh, I mean, if you're going to tell on yourself like that, <laughs> it's polite. It's polite <laughs> yeah. to tattle on yourself. That's how adults yeah, just, do. <laughs> it's couth. Anyway, so so yes, but let's 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 talk about the women of Rainy Street. I'm super into let's that. Did you have anyone that you wanted to start with, or do you want to just? What are you thinking? So what, what what really caught my eye is that when um, one night we were doing a live watch party and we watched that episode where they're all running for the school board. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, men, men's talking about how like, oh, yeah, I was the peasant's worst nightmare. Like, and then <laughs> I, I started thinking to myself, God, who are these women? <laughs> yeah. You know, because they just they just give no fucks. And the way that they're written, you know, initially you think about. Yeah, it was a little rocky, like between maybe Luann and Peggy at the beginning, because a lot of it centered around her boyfriend or Uncle Hank. And mm-hmm. I think I think we all know that I'm referring to that that test. What is it? Oh gosh. Oh, the Bechdel test. Bechdel test. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, any any given episode, you're gonna you're gonna see that test. You know, passed. Especially mm-hmm. as you get deeper into the series, these are these are women that people have a lot of things to complain about them. There's a lot of things to love about them. I mean, Peggy's one of the most divisive characters on the show because she has flaws and you know is is more than just that you know Texas mama that everybody had. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, <laughs> gosh, how <laughs> accurate was that? <laughs> I had that mom down my block, like. <laughs> Um, but no no I just think I just think it's a great thing seriously (laughs) everybody had a Peggy on their block (laughs) Um, no I just think that you know a show like that about suburban Texas didn't have to be about that about women necessarily but you know they they turned it into that that's just kind of my main idea that I have about the series that, you know, gosh, what a what a cool epicenter to see, you know, like men and, and Peggy talking about being a soccer mom, you know, mm. real conversations that go on. So, yeah, that was kind of yeah. my main platform. Very cool. That's- you know, I oh, I'm sorry, Jackie, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that's such a good point. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. And I love that you mentioned um that statement from men where she's like, I was pe- the peasant's worst nightmare. And, you know, she, it, it, it just kind of made me think, God, I wish I knew more about men's life before coming to America and rainy street, especially mm-hmm. because, you know, her dad, they call him the general. And he was like, you know, a BFD in Laos. And right. like, he's a powerful, scary dude. Like Khan is absolutely terrified of him. Um, yeah. And 
you know, it just, I wish I knew more about Min's life and, you know, what kind, where she grew up. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I almost picture her in like, almost like a palace, you know, just running that place, like being <laughs> the, the baddest, the baddest well, there one is- there. There was a brief scene, I think it was when um, she was telling Connie how they actually met Mm -hmm. um, Min and Khan. There was a scene where, you know, she gets to choose between the diplomat, you know, this young up and coming statesman. And then it has Khan showing up on a scooter with a pompadour. Yeah. (laughs) And so even just that little glimpse that you get to see of her life is just like, oh, and she chose, she chose the pompadour, like... She chose yeah. the person that she was in love with. That's, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And it does and seem, daughter. it does seem, I guess, if, if we were, if we went back in time and we were in that situation, I'd be like, Min loves power. She's going to choose the diplomat. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely want to keep this in mind anytime I think too much about how they love power and they get off on it. Like this was a huge example of her going the opposite direction. And that is such a good point. Never thought about that. And speaking of which, you know, Nancy on the other side, she's juggling two dudes, like for the (laughs) the vast majority of the series. And it's, you know, they, they approach it as kind of a moral, not so good. That's a technical term, (laughs) writing term, I believe. Um, But, uh, but at the end of the day, it's still just accepted. And she just got these two dudes that she's, you know, occasionally boning one of them. But the other one, holy moly, that's John Redcorn. Get you some, girl. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They could have they could have gone in a whole direction where it was just like, oh, Dale's wife cheats on him. She's a slut. She just sleeps mm-hmm. with everyone. Yeah. And that's the joke, quote unquote. But yeah, she is just a powerful woman and she does... Mm-hmm. cheat on dale with john redcorn but it like it, it's just a part of her it's not like her full identity and right yeah and you know exactly. I, w- I would even say that she's still like respected by the people on Rainy street like you know of course there's mm-hmm. the whole episode where peggy finds out and she's just like how dare you but John they're still Redcorn. yeah they're <laughs> still like <laughs> they're still great <laughs> friends after that they're like best friends still and you know they're mm-hmm. they talk about it openly with each other and you know peggy still tries to be like you know i keep telling you you should just be with dale but you know whatever you're gonna do what you're gonna do mm-hmm. um but i and i love to talk about nancy because I always think about the, I think it's called Nancy Does Dallas. And it's the episode where she gets that oh. big opportunity to work at the mm-hmm. news station in Dallas. And she just like, it comes into her full evil power. And it's awesome. Like she, she sets right. people up. She lies her way to the top. Like she just, she takes over that whole news station. And I do think it's funny how like the only thing that's keeping her from being like, that ambitious is dale needing constant supervision but and and part of it is like oh what a shame another powerful strong woman being held back by her incompetent husband but in this case it's a good thing because she just would actually be evil if she didn't have (laughs) have the the person to bring her back in that's true. And she I sees guess they, that. She yeah. sees that as her choice that she's making. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I could stay in Dallas and I could be a hot shot or I could be with my family. Right. It's amazing what she has 
you think of her as someone who just puts herself first and her her needs and her desires come first but really she's kind of sacrificed a lot to make her relationship with Dale work to maintain her family I mean why not be mm-hmm. with John Redcorn why not move to Dallas and be powerful you know that's mm-hmm. very interesting exactly mm-hmm. Exactly. And when you really think about those those women of Rainy Street, you know, quote unquote, and you think about their husbands, even when you think about Hank and Peggy, you know, Peggy is still he still bows to her, so to speak. You know, he recognizes that she is this badass chick that, you know, he has chosen to marry and bring with him through his partnership. Um, Hank's character could easily just be, you know, just as bad as Cotton, but but you yeah. could even see in that relationship that Peggy, you know, Peggy's 50% of it. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And even uh, mm-hmm. Connie, who's not technically a grown-up woman, but a girl, like, she's the smartest person on that street. And it's mm. Connie, a girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. A little and girl, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think most people recognize that. I think I think the adults recognize that she is smarter than all of them. <laughs> yeah yeah and then of course there's Luann who you know does have her silly kind of airhead moments but first of all don't we all right mm-hmm. all. and second of all she definitely she does she grows very well throughout the series yes I think oh I agree no I totally agree you know Luann she starts mm-hmm. off you know we're still so we're only in season three so you know we're we see Luann she's still in a very very immature childlike phase like she is still mm-hmm. childish in a lot of ways and naive um but as time goes on she does like you know gain a lot of insight you know she ends up with Lucky who you know we know a lot of I know a lot of people don't like Lucky but you know there he's he's good for her compared to the other scumbag boyfriends that she's had and she becomes a mother and she even like her manger babies becomes a thing like she starts Mm -hmm. to get money and you know has a show that you know John Redcorn produces and I can't, I can't remember why it doesn't work out, but it doesn't work out. But even still, she has success. She has success as a hairstylist as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's always really, it's nice to see that they all grow in some way, especially Luann, who could have just stayed as that naive, you know, kind of petty, childlike Mm -hmm. person that Peggy and Hank have to take care of. But she she moves out on her own. She gets her own place and really matures in a lot of other shows that character i mean characters become kind of exaggerated over time a lot of Mm -hmm. other shows that character would have just gotten dumber and Mm -hmm. maybe even like weird like insane and Mm -hmm. it it is nice that they chose to have her grow and be a real person kind of yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and and it's not it is not cookie cutter among the I guess we've really focused on like these four women in particular. It's but it they're not they're not the same, they're not the same journey, but it has the same spirit around their characters that they're just allowed to be them, even though mm-hmm. sometimes that's awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're exactly. unapo- unapologetically themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially Peggy. Like Moon <laughs> walking around in Peggy's shoes. <laughs> I know. And I love that they, you know, they have, 
competition between each other too, but they're always, you know, still friends. Like I think of the moment when Min and Peggy are uh, competing over who can donate the most blood and like, they just get so competitive. And even at the end, Min's like, all right, you won this one, Peggy. All right. Like gives her props. Like, (laughs) I'll let this one go. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I love it. It's so well-rounded and, that, that that's one of the reasons why I really like the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The female characters is- are not just wives of the of Hank or Dale mm-hmm. or the main guys. Like they they are mm-hmm. developed characters and they have their own storylines. And they're all weirdos. They're all such yeah. weirdos too. I I can't stand it when it's a show where the wives are there, but they're just kind of like just i'm i don't have a sense of humor and i'm just kind of like yeah. supporting what you're doing like Deborah right. from everybody loves raymond yeah yeah just like the voice of reason just always. angry just like yeah <laughs> having to eat everyone else's shit and then she gets mad and everyone's just like Deborah's angry no wonder <laughs> she's angry Deborah's a bitch yeah, yeah. exactly yeah no exactly, i would yeah. be too if i had to deal with all of that yeah <laughs> Get your big dumb brother out of my house. Yeah. Your parents can't come over every day. They can't. <laughs> He's a cop. Why is he still living with his parents? Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, we have a we have a thing on our on our show. Um we have a thing on our show where when we wanna we wanna, you know, give a round of applause to somebody, we say, Good job, babe. So to the writing team of King of the Hill, I say, Good job, babes. Good, Good job, job, babe. babe. Round of applause. <laughs> round of applause to you all. And a round of applause to you, Space Queen. Thank you for coming on and oh, chatting with oh us God. about this. That this time was a great went by topic. so fast. I know, I know. But that was it was a really great topic. I love talking about, you know, the women on Rainy Street and just in the show in general. So mm-hmm. thank you for such a great topic. Hey, I know. Course, thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me. I had too much fun. <laughs> I know. And I'm excited to see your show just expand and grow and Mm -hmm. if you have ever ever in your life enjoyed smoking weed Mm. um listen to this show (laughs) and i i previously (laughs) lived in like massachusetts and oregon where it was legal and now i'm living in a state where it's not legal and it feels like i've gone back Mm -hmm. in time 50 years so it's just nice to hear other people talking about it and i miss it (laughs) and enjoying it (laughs) yeah Enjoying the show. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, so much. Oh, no problem. Hey, you want to do Via Con Dios with us? (gasps) Yes. Okay. Okay. It it will be wildly off, but that's normal. That's okay. Okay. And until next time. One, two, three. Via Via Con Dios. Oh, my God. We all said it at the same time. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much for Babes about them. Bud. Babes about oh, Bud. Listen you. to it now. <laughs> oh my goodness.